0: But there could be more to the case than meets the eye.
1: Case files start now.
0: case that meets the eye. TO THE CASE THAN MEETS THE EYE. There could be more to the case than meets the eye.
1: Your soul is mine. Case Files starts now.
0: there could be more to the case than meets the eye. Powers combined.
1: Case files start now.
0: more to the case than meets the eye.
1: Kiss Files starts now.
2: Sorry about that. I just I was muted, uh, but I uh, appreciate you guys coming through Uh shout out to the people that came through early. Uh, let me see who came through earlier. So we got uh, Prime, what's going on? Shout out to you. Rocky, what's going on? Red, what's going on? Ike, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, man, uh, I, I was late. I was late a little bit today. I was tinking. T- I was messing around with OBS and OBS eh, It's another It's a beast. Um, shout out to check what's going on shout out to you uh so shout out to y'all uh coming through oh brown rice okay that's what's up that's what's up brown rice shout out to the um the brown rice dudes uh so if you missed the last video we did on uh (laughs) no nut november definitely check that out um that was uh very uh interesting to do but uh you know we we had to do that we had to cover that so shout out uh to that topic that was uh Interesting topic. Uh, luckily, I didn't get no smoke from any of those um, uh, No-no niggas, but uh, Definitely if you missed that check it out. Uh, we did that yesterday uh, Tomorrow we got the interview with my old friend from the anime community uh, called Kaze now that, He had a other name before then but uh, Kaze now he's a manga artist. So uh, a Shout out to him. Uh, we're gonna do a one-on-one tomorrow Um, I've known him for a while so I needed to get him on the uh, nerd pill once I found out that he was a manga artist so uh, my very first manga artist on the channel hopefully we can get more but uh, shout out to him Uh, so that should be 4pm central time tomorrow so shout out to um, Kaze for coming Well, for tomorrow (laughs) Uh, so that's tomorrow and then like I said unboxing video of uh, PS5 will be coming. I'm just waiting on, to get my PS5. Uh, so that's either going to be tomorrow or Saturday. I don't know. Or, well, no, Friday or Saturday. I don't know. But um, I think I've been looking at my shipping, and I think it's it's going to start shipping soon. So um, that should happen uh, pretty soon. Uh, we'll be doing uh, a couple of gameplay videos. Um going to test that out on Friday or Saturday, too. So just keep, keep in mind that Uh, some of that is coming so PS5 unboxing and some gameplay videos of just my PC setup so that will come uh, soon so we will be adding gameplay to the channel Um, like I said someone mentioned it a couple people mentioned it on the Q&A that if if I was gonna have any gameplay and I said well I didn't really think of that but I'm like well why not so uh, we'll be adding that um, to the channel uh, shout out to um, Omega. What's going on? Shout out to Omega. We still got to do that Monster uh, Hunter movie review whenever that comes out. Uh, don't forget, available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Anchor. Um, getting close to 500 plays on that as well. Um, says Check says, just hoping the people who shift your PS5 don't steal it. Right. Well, here's the thing. When I got the PS4 on Amazon, um, it came to my, well, back then in college, uh, I know no worries and it came through my apartment. No one stole it and I Kept that same unit till I still have the same unit right now in my uh, my curb right now So I, I never bought another ps4. I stuck with the same ps4 throughout but like I, uh, for this video, I wanted to do a uh, review on raised by wolves now um, this show is available on hbo max um it came out it came out i think what was it let me look the release date release date original release was september 2020 so it came out just a couple of months ago not too long Uh, original network hbo max so if you have hbo max i would definitely recommend you check out hbo max it's a really um nice service i used to have hulu but i switched over to hbo max because I got tired of Hulu, and HBO Max has anime as well. That was the only reason I really kept my um, my Hulu service, but um, definitely check out HBO Max. They have a lot of good shows on there. Just finished The Wire. Um, Boardwalk Empire is on there. Lovecraft Country, which I plan on watching, is on there. Uh, Dark Materials is on there. A lot of good movies is on there, so definitely, um, if you're interested, definitely check out HBO Max. But this came out September 2020. And uh, when I first saw, when I first got on the HBO platform, I did, it, it did kind of stick out to me because, you know, I like sci-fi a lot. Um, so when it comes to sci-fi, it's been a while since I've seen any sci-fi shows. I guess the last one I really liked was like the 100. Um, that was a really good one. But I guess you could count, of course, superheroes and stuff like that. But um, this is a specific kind of like, specific, specific sci-fi um, straight um, TV show, kind of like Stranger Things or something like that. So I saw it. Um, I saw the little overview of it and I'm like, okay, this is kind of interesting. Uh, so the premise is uh, centers on two androids, uh, father and mother. Those are the characters' names. Tasked with raising human children on Kepler-22b after the Earth was destroyed by a great war. Uh, after uh, the burgeoning colony of humans threatened to be torn apart by religious differences the androids learned that controlling the beliefs of humans is a treacherous and difficult task so we have two androids um, being sent out to a new planet because well earth you know was just uh, having some issues so they're off to this new planet and they're here to basically um create um the human community they're here to create um society once again uh it says prime says why do the robots have uh meth strains all over them um why do they have meth strains oh well when they leak out when they leak out uh when they when they bleed they basically bleed white um so it is kind of weird just it's like when they bleed out just imagine it being spilled milk you know so that's you know kind of weird Um But yeah, so, like I said, two androids come to a new planet uh, to create society because apparently Earth is just, it's just, you know, Earth is shitty. You know, Earth is um, at at its very last um, breath, and these two um, uh, droids are here to save the day to create society. So, um, you know, they come on there and they're trying to um, birth, they actually birth kids, like the, the female android mother is extremely stronger than father and she goes and goes heads and bears kids in a very weird android way and you know they have a bunch of kids so it's it's the two androids with a bunch of kids trying to raise them you know trying to start a family uh feed them let them grow up and stuff like that and things don't really uh go right okay they don't go right um so let me quickly go over the cast and characters, right? So, we had um, Amanda Collin as our uh, mother, uh, and they basically say she's a powerful war android known as a necromancer who was uh, reprogrammed to raise the human children on the virgin planet Kepler in order to establish an atheist civilization, uh, right? So, and that's the other thing, too. So, uh, the they she's trying to spread... Um, you know, this, uh, uh, athe- uh, atheism, whatever, where, you know, you don't believe in other uh, religions. So, uh, when she's bringing these kids over and burying them and raising them, she's trying to teach them that no God actually exists, which was weird. I'm like, Oh, think about it. You got two androids, right? Two androids that really shouldn't, they don't believe in anything, but they were programmed to teach these kids not to believe in God, basically not to believe in any of these religions what an interesting twist that was right that's why that's what kind of interested me at first and like i said the mother is called a necromancer so necromancer she is extremely powerful right she is way like think about it as like super saiyan 3 compared to uh the base form father and we're going to talk about father because he's going to take some l's he's going to take some l's for this show um, but yeah, that's our, our main character is mother. Um, you're going to see her on the poster of, uh, she's actually on my thumbnail and, uh, she's a very strong character. Um, so remember, keep this in mind. They are androids. They're not humans. So a lot of the emotional drama stuff is really tied to the humans and the kids and them and the androids trying, trying to react to their behavior. So, um, like i said amanda Collin did pretty well as mother uh she was uh pretty creepy she was creepy because her reactions remember she's she's not human so when certain things happen her reaction is just like you know that really straight uh droid like expression so it was kind of weird but she did well i think i liked her character Uh, it was pretty cool to have her um on the show um but next we got to cover and this guy i don't know i was disappointed um this guy is uh it's, it's abu Baklair salim probably i'm sorry Brian, probably slayed your name your first name but he is father right so father um is the black character of this film so um and he is a service android reprogrammed to protect and provide for the human children on the virgin planet kepler in order to establish the atheist. Uh, a civilization right so here's the thing right this is the thing I kind of hated um he's a service Android right so his programming is just very basic he's not he's not a necromancer so he's not as strong as mother so he's very weak and here's the problem the oh oh thanks for the links uh check him th- thank you yeah put those links that will definitely uh, help people out here's the thing that kind of disturbs me about um, making the father the weaker character in this film and it doesn't it doesn't really help that he's black either because i would say all the black characters in this film are extremely weak and in the beginning of the film of the the show he's basically a beta he's he's basically a beta male but the funny thing is it's not because of how he was raised it was how because the way he was programmed he was programmed to be beta he was a service android he's a very level one basic android so like when i'm watching the show it's like well god damn it man why why can't you say this why can't you do that but then i I have have, yet to keep uh keep this in mind that he is a service android right he he was programmed that way to be (laughs) to 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 do his functions in that specific format right um sadly He's not a necromancer he's not a powerful war android like mother is, so in this relationship, the mother is actually the masculine person of this of uh, this so called quote unquote android couple, and the father is the beta basically the one who you know listens to the mother and whatever she says he does um whatever if he and for some reason he's programmed to have these weird awkward jokes which weren't really funny but i don't know the guys it's funny like he's he's programmed to be weak and he's also programmed to make these lame ass jokes which were not really funny at all now throughout the show though i would say he does get a little better um he starts making decisions that are a little bit better um but when it comes to um who who's more of a badass is definitely the mother the mother's definitely the badass of the show Guaranteed. Um, father being the weaker one, but um, he does make good decisions. Like he he he's more the goody two shoes of the couple, right? And third, we have Campion. Uh, went to McGath as Campion. So Campion is basically the younger and sixth child born from the human embryos bought to Kepler. Like I said, the other the embryos were the other kids by mother and father. And that's the group's only survive, uh, survivor. so um the first batch of kids a lot of them get sick on the planet, a lot of them die with different circumstances and he is the only one left alive so campion is a big deal in the show um, when it comes to um, strength of cast i would say that when it comes to the kids i'd say it's only like maybe two of the kid actors of the characters that actually kind of stand out one of them is campion campion and here's the thing, Campion is more ballsy, has more, is more aggressive than father. Because remember, he's a service android. So Campion is at sometimes he'll challenge the mother, he'll challenge the father. And he's like, well, you know, when he, when he's trying to get punished, like he'll get punished and then, you know, the mother will say, well, do this, do that. And then he'll say, Champion will say, well, why, why should I do that? Like he's starting to question their demand their authority and he's also starting to question this whole religion piece because you know remember the both the mother and the father are trying to teach them that really know god exists right that they're trying to teach them the atheist path right but he he kind of has this other perspective where he believes in faith he believes that animals have souls he believes that plants have souls he believes that living organisms have souls See, like he he kind of believes into he's more spiritual right though so i thought that was really interesting and um i think he's a honestly i'd say he's a pretty good character um when it comes to cast strength i think he's he's up there um what's up going on titan what's up um be sure to like the video for the people who are coming through um definitely appreciate it and if you're new definitely subscribe and share the content but yeah champion uh, champion was cool and i think what's kind of cool uh i don't know if I'm noticing this about his name because he's the only survivor i don't know if the the directors or whatever are like his name kind of sounds like champion to me right champion this is without the h so maybe that's then that could signify something but really good character right um next we had um naima algar I'd probably slate that probably slate that name as sue and mary so she was an atheist soldier and medic and uh, caleb's partner that's caleb is the um the guy from vikings he he's also in this film um who back on earth had killed the real sue and her husband marcus and a mythic couple mary altered her appearance to resemble sue in order to go into the ark right so sue is the doctor um, caleb's partner like i said caleb is from you've seen the main actor in vikings Um, Really good, really good show. If you haven't seen Vikings, definitely do check it out. Um, He's Caleb in the show. And that's another thing that also grabbed my attention to the show was, well, it's the Vikings actor. And it's been a while since I've seen him in a TV show. So I was like, okay, well, let's check him out. And he's pretty good in the show. But um, Sue was, um, like I said, she's an atheist soldier. Um, At times she got jealous of um, Mother because, well, I'll tell you that later. in spoilers, right? Well, I'm not going to spoil you guys too much, right? So if you guys are still interested in the show, I'm not going to spoil you guys uh, too much. But um, she was okay. I still prefer... Uh, I think Campion was better. I still prefer... Mother and Campion were like the two best characters so far. Um, Sue was better than Father, though. And also, um, she was kind of... She rebelled a little bit against Caleb, too. So in this show once again the the two women i've mentioned mother and sue both of them have rebelled against their counterparts yeah thank you uh check um let's see next up we got uh travis travis uh, kimmel this is uh caleb uh popular for the show vikings an atheist soldier and mary's partner who back on earth had killed the real marcus wright with the wife sue um Caleb altered his appearance to reassemble Marcus in order to get onto the arc. Now, um, at first I thought seeing, uh, of course, the guy from Vikings in the show, I thought that he was gonna be the, maybe the main uh, protagonist, the main character. But it looks like in this film, he's actually playing the villain um, in this show, which I'm like, okay, him as a villain. I actually do, like. I think that's pretty cool. But the thing about um, uh, Travis, he has a really strong um presence when it comes to these shows and movies um that's why like when you see if you see this show on hbo max and you see like a poster of him on the show it it makes you want to check him out because like you know you remember him from vikings and he has a really strong appearance on set um really strong appearance on set um i liked his character his character was not perfect um his character wanted to basically help um his side uh, take over that planet for himself which they're basically the humans right um the humans didn't want the androids like the humans and the androids are not um coexisting they are against each other so you can basically say it's humans versus androids and who's in the race to um take um that planet for their own at first right so that's how they um, Caleb even finds the androids because they start seeing they start checking um, they come from the ark and they are checking this planet to see what's going on and they find out that they have two androids here trying to uh, take care of kids and you know they start um, doing inquiries about them and investigating you know how they're raising them the kids how they eat how they do all these other things how they're surviving and that's where the the conflict starts you know they they're not getting along. You know, um, he's Caleb's trying to report back to the Ark that you know he's fine. He sees these androids and um, they have all these kids all of a sudden, right? So uh, I like Caleb. Caleb was cool. Very conflicted character though. He he is not definitely uh, one of the uh, well. I would say on on side to side with mother with not being a perfect character. Well, they're not supposed to be right. Very imperfect character. But Caleb was definitely a um, a cool character indeed. And like I said, if you haven't seen Vikings, definitely check it out. Um, really good show. Um, next, we had um, Jordan uh, Logron, sorry, slight that name, as Tempest, a surviving young woman of the uh, a Metheric mission to Kepler and reasons to hate the um, uh, Metheric. Now, I'm going to have to go to my browser real quick, make sure, <laughs> I don't want to forget her face. Um, let me see, Tempest was what? uh very spy what okay Meet myself now. Uh okay, so uh this is um templess. Now in the film she was uh pregnant, she was pregnant and someone had gotten her pregnant that she didn't really agree with, so that was her conflict. She was a pregnant um human um who was gonna give offspring, and of course the mother was jealous. The, the mother actually wanted to take the kid for um herself so uh like i said she was okay another rebellic uh child a lot of the cop, the children were very um like basically rebels in the show um but she was an okay character um then we got paul the biological son of marcus and sue raised by caleb and mary yeah, so Felix, um, this guy, this son is he. He's is, uh, he befriends um, he befriends a champion quite well. Um, out of the well, I'm not gonna spoil it too much, but um, there's a reason why he stands out. I'm just gonna say that there's a reason why he stands out with the uh, champion. So um, he's he's also um, a good uh, character, and there is a very cool um, little. Uh, there's a very cool scene with him and um, Campion where um, Campion is on this well, I don't want to kill animals I would rather eat plants and stuff and fungi and stuff like that. He felt kind of bad about killing animals because remember he's about, oh well animals have souls plants have souls, that type of thing but Felix over here he would rather survive so he tries to build traps and he's a really good, I don't know, this, this kid he's really good at building traps for some reason and he's building traps to kill these animals or these other aliens creatures on the planet and there's this back and forth about why they should eat eat these animals and why they shouldn't or why they should eat uh plants and not uh, these animals and that's a really good back and forth with those kids and obviously they're trying to project some type of message um to the to the audience right I i found that pretty um interesting so let me see. Let me go back to comments. Yes, Felix versus Campion. Definitely look out for that. Yep. Yes. 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 All right. So um, next we have. Uh, so that was. We got Felix, uh, Ethan as Hunter, one of the surviving ARC young adults. Uh, and then we got uh, Ashla as Holly, one of the surviving ARC children. Uh, Ivy Wong as one of the surviving ARC children. And we got one more, uh, Lucius, um, a loyal soldier and survivor of the Ark crash. So, overall, very small cast. It's not too many characters. Remember, this uh, this show is only ten show, ten episodes rather. So, um, I feel like when it comes to cast strength, like I said, the strongest for me, uh, in my opinion, would be f- uh, Mother, uh, Campion, Felix. Uh, definitely good. And I would definitely put the father. He's on there. He's on there, although he he took some L's, but he's definitely on there. And Caleb. So you have like at least five to six characters that are really good uh, throughout the show, right? Um, So my likes and dislikes about this show. So, like I said, I like the dark tone, there's a very nice dark tone to it. I think um, that was really cool about the show. Um, You got suspense too, you got suspense in there. Um, That was really good. Like I said, setting, sci-fi. I love the setting, like having um, two androids be the main character. Because usually, I don't know a lot of shows that where androids are the main character. Maybe they're like a side character or something like that. Um, But but this one, you had the main characters as being not human, which I found was kind of cool. And them going to like I said going to a new planet, and basically saying hey, cre- create civilization. Hey, uh, while you're doing that, while you're doing that, make sure these kids are atheists. I'm like, why atheists? You know that that was weird. But in the show, there is a a kind of a god that they worship, the humans worship, called Soul. Weird, right? Uh, S O L. There's a... this this uh this i guess higher being that they call soul that they worship and let the humans worship uh and they they have this really strong religion on them and i think remember oh i didn't tell you this but the creator remember the androids were created by the humans the creator of mother was a human which said hey um what's happening on earth is not like we're pretty much this is the end of earth um We need to get out of this religion, the soul religion, and we need to become atheists. He put his this programming into Mother, and you're you're basically the last hope. Star Wars, you're basically the last hope. Go to this planet, make civilization and all that. You know, make raise these human beings, create a new human race that is just not religious. I'm like, what? <laughs> why like it's it's such a weird like i said it's a very unique um it's a unique setup because you would think um you would think that okay why would this human want uh these and these androids to promote um you know being a atheist you know it's a very good setup so i like to set up like i said I i like the dark tone um now for the beginning of the show right um, the beginning of the show, it is a bit weak. Okay, so you're thinking about ten episodes, right? Um, usually for me, if I'm not into a show for at least, it takes me maybe one or two episodes to get into a show. If I fi- if I find out that after those two episodes that the show is because the episodes are kind of sucky, I kind of give up on the show. But for this show, it is a very very slow burn. It took me until I would say until maybe episode three or four to really like get into it and i usually don't do that i usually i am after episode two if you're not good i'm done but i hit the eject button really quick but for this one i just kept going because i'm like ah the premise the setup is really cool right so this is a slow burn the first episode is gonna be i'm sorry it's gonna be a slow drag it may be confusing. The show is still very confusing, okay? D- trust me, the show is still <laughs> very confusing, all right? Um, but I would say it took me from episode three to four to really, okay, I'm interested, I'm hooked. But another thing too is every episode is, you know, it every episode is not strong, right? You know, some episodes are stronger than others, but that's very typical for most shows. Um, it's very hard for a show to have, consistency consistency in every episode especially um recently um i mean so even mandalorian like the recent mandalorian episode wasn't like too strong but you know you're going to have your highs and lows when it comes to these um these little short shows right so that's another thing um let's see also like i said confusing dark tone uh slow burn um oh okay another a couple of good things the the was very graphic right um the graphic like there's there's violence there's action um of course blood and stuff like that um like i said the back and forth with the different characters was pretty good um like the setup like that um like i said father father i feel like could have been better but i but they made him like that right um but it was very frustrating because even like i said not just him but the other there's other black characters in the show not a lot of them but there's a few of them but the very few a lot of them are just beta males like a lot of them are very passive a lot of them just you know whatever say whatever uh you know the person uh, the, the authority says they just pretty much do um i found that kind of weird um uh you know so that's that's just me on that one now um would I buy this on Blu-ray? Probably not. I probably wouldn't get this on Blu-ray. Um, well, it is—is is it worth the watch? Yes, it is. It's definitely worth the watch, indeed. Right? It's—it's it's a pretty decent watch. Um, so let's—I wanted to cover what some of these scores was on um, a couple of these other websites. So bear with me here. So we got um, Metacritic. Uh, metacritic you guys know they review tv movies and games and stuff like that um check says i will watch season one episode one to get a perspective but based on what i'm reading um let me see from hbo max and imbd i would put it as a six or seven out of ten um right um so on metacritic they gave it a 64 and a user score is out of 77 ratings, was is 6.4, right? Um, let's see, let me close that ad real quick. Um, so it says, uh, let's look at critic reviews. Uh, it says, uh, Raised by Wolves has the potential to be the first great sci fi show up the 20s. Okay, visually stunning. Yeah, okay, yeah, true. Visually stunning. I, I would agree on that technically marvelous and trippy as hell it feels like both a callback to the golden era of sci-fi and a template of what the genre could be in the um century raised by wolves is a must watch for sci-fi uh, devotees and a return to early career from the sir uh, ridley scott yeah right shout out to Ridley Scott. Uh, let's see uh, there's a lot to work with i get the reasoning for making it oh and you know what check this kind of reminds me, right? This kind of reminds me of a show called The OA. Now, The OA is available on Netflix as well. And really good show, season one, season two. And that was a very trippy, sci-fi, drama, not a lot of action, more on the sci-fi and drama tip, but that was a really good uh, show. And But I got hooked to that one way faster than um, this show. So let's see who else okay uh washington post uh, welcome dose of high quality sci-fi okay even when raised by wolf gets bogged down by its um phonetic plots and uh, brutal vision of what lies ahead come on really brutal Nah. the show seems exactly right about one thing a whole new world should totally uh feel like a whole new world from the untouched grit beneath one's boots to a complete Reordering of right and wrong. Okay. All right. Okay, Uh, Playlist gave it a 58. Uh, Raised by Wolves is at its best when it allows Scott and directors to follow him deep into the issues, but it lacks in departments like storytelling, hmm, mythology, and world building. It feels like a sketch for a show waiting to come together into something denser and more engaging. Huh. Okay. Interesting. I would actually agree with the lack of world building. That's true, because in the show, you see Kepler, the planet. You don't really see much of Earth. Uh, you see the Ark, you know, the ships and stuff. But when it comes to location, when it comes to location on Kepler, you're only seeing very little and you think about this this is a quote-unquote a big planet we can assume it's a big planet we're not seeing a lot of different areas on kepler so i would agree that the world building is lacking that's a good point i that's the one i didn't think about um see that's why some of these oh hollywood reporter yikes 40 <laughs> uh, let's see Uh, It's more than possible that the momentum of that first episode might be enough to carry some viewers. Fans of evasive yet ponderous hard sci-fi through the series, I found the next five episodes a study in um, the menacing returns, the breathtaking aesthetic fading with Scott and Loki's baton passing along after the second episode, the overall world of the show becomes less and less compelling with each uh, contrived um, plot point Thinly sketched new character with nobody and nothing to really care about. Hmm. I'll probably skip the season's last four episodes. Yikes. Hmm. Hmm. Like I said, a lot of the episodes are not that strong. I would definitely, um, I would definitely agree to that. So, I made a critic gave it a sixty-four okay uh check says the beta male part is what we believe their actions are nevertheless this might be a uh uh propaganda film to socially engineer the viewer based upon people getting away from a uh, scope there is a lot of ambiguity here right um yeah because it's like they gave us the reason why mother was made but they didn't give us the reason why father was made um they didn't father didn't really get a backstory like mother did there's no origin about father that's that's the thing like okay he's a service android okay but why is he is he a service android so honestly that's kind of like a plot hole if you think about it um because we only got the the kind of origin story of one of the main characters so um yeah that is uh that is a a good point there you know uh let's see what else we got so we got um IMBD another good site right here Uh, so they gave it a 7.9 out of 10 which is not was actually extremely better than the other one let me see if they can because I think sometimes they sort um, their reviews I think let me see let me see Uh, let me see if I click that is that it Mm, no okay let me go back let me go back I got the actors, no, okay, fine, let me see, I guess I'm gonna have to, let me see, can I click on it, nope, user reviews, okay, okay, let's read this one, he gave it a 6 out of 10, I love sci-fi, I love aliens, I love Ridley, I love anti- (laughs) religion series that make you think it started so well but by the end I was left confused right where it was going and then the finale man I had to look at reviews to understand what the hell happened the androids are great really uh, stole the show the kids less so Travis is just a Ragna in space oh god oh don't say it ain't so um, I'm basically saying that um, Caleb is basically acting the same way like he well the actors, Travis is acting the same way like he did in Vikings which uh, I, I'm sad to say man but I would actually agree I would actually agree that he's not wrong about that in some ways Travis does act like Ragnarok on, uh, Ragna in, uh, from Vikings um, he, he's not wrong <laughs> he's not wrong about that he's not wrong um yeah and i would agree uh, another one said started great was hooked but the ending was really disappointing i would agree the last set ep- finale was like uh, just, i'm confused um uh, let's see uh let's see okay now another one said without creating spoilers i would say the series starts out really strong okay a lot of people say that and then it gets really silly by the end with the characters becoming just stupid enough to keep the series going to an even sillier somewhat cliffhanger ending another one said great start but boy does it go it does it go anywhere excited at the beginning of the series but as episodes came endless conversation slowly but surely brought the whole thing down um depressing environment (laughs) boring conversations characters you care less about as time passes are really the weakest link okay that one i can agree with because a lot of the kids the kid characters are very weak um the 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 kid characters are just they're really just not too interesting Um, besides campion i say felix that's it and like like out of like there's just there's tons of kid characters right but you only have two that are even worth even watching so i would agree um to that um kid characters really didn't do much for this show um that that's that's something we i think we can um definitely agree on um let me see wow someone gave it a one out of ten not a story just a bunch of stuff happening i thought it was the story of atheists starting a new world without religion nope then I thought it was a story about atheists and religion starting a new world together. Nope. Then I thought it was about the, uh, uh, pro-hypious one actually thought this four times and it was wrong for each character. Then I thought it was about androids. Then this is not a story. A story has a setting problem and results. Hmm. What's going on, Green? What's going on, Green? So it seems like at least on this place, they're saying, you know, every, it had a great start. To me, though, it didn't have a great start. To me, it was like, ugh, it took me like three, four episodes. But but this type of show, and that's another thing, too. This is, this is a show you have to really pay attention to. You can't just like look off one screen and then, you know, you have to pay attention. You might have to rewatch an episode because, you know, try to make things deeper. Um. So that's what, Um. so like I said, uh, let me go back um we'll go back to the main page yeah they gave it a 7.9 out of 10. but you think about it that's actually not a bad rating i mean you can pretty much oh okay here it is this is what i was looking for you get this rounded up to eight for the most part Uh, let's see um yeah they're slaying the show yeah check um check i think yeah i would like to hear your thoughts on it because i'm sure you can i'm sure you'll have like a unique uh, perspective but let's just look at the users um so rating at a 10 oh, um 24 percent uh eight thousand voters okay uh nine gave it a nine 23 percent that's actually pretty good though eight 22.1 percent seven 12.8 uh six 6.6 it only had a 2.7 percent so i mean Okay. Well, I need to go to a review that someone actually liked it. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. And now we come to ages, um, males, uh, most males less than 18 gave it a 7.7, 7. 18 to 29 millennials. That's us Well, Okay. Well, that's more than us. Uh, gave it an eight, a uh, 7.8 from millennials and, um, age for, for 44 and 45 plus gave a 7.5 female 7.9. Less than 18, gave it a six. I mean, I can't see a lot of women watching this who are younger than 18. Uh, 7.9, 7.9, okay. And then they divide, divide that with US users, 7.9, non-US users, 7.7. Okay, well, I mean, for the most part, I mean, that's still a good rating compared to uh, Metacritic. So, Rotten Tomato, another good site um, for to use for metrics and stuff. And for the people that are coming in, be sure to like the video. If you're just coming in, um, we're just doing a little review of the TV show "Race by Wolves, which 10 episodes total came out this year on HBO Max. Definitely check it out for yourselves if you're interested. I definitely um, do love my sci-fi, so I had to check it out. But um, we're just doing a quick review here. Uh, we've done reviews before on the channel you guys you guys are um recall cobra kai we did a season one season two review we did a review of new mutants um so yeah more reviews coming uh we got to do wonder woman uh, when that comes out uh later this year black widow all that good stuff um we'll be doing a review of mandalorian season two as well so more reviews coming uh well, let's look at uh Round Tomato. So, average um tomato rating 78, average audience 79. Okay. Once again, not bad if you think about it. You can just round that to 8.8 8 out of 10. That's still not that bad at all. Um so let's see here. Oh, uh, game reviews? Yes. Uh, what's, what's up Dmac? I will be doing um a review of Spider-Man. Um we'll be doing a review of Spider-Man. I'm just waiting to get my um i need to get my for my ps5 first and then i need to get my setup for my gaming on ps5 so yeah we'll we'll be doing um some reviews on ps5 or whatever comes out this gaming if it if it's a third party game i can get on pc but yeah we'll be doing some reviews too but here's the thing about gaming okay i am not going to rush i'm not gonna rush any of these games all right because you know you know you know how they do it on youtube they'll a game like they'll get a game early they'll release their review before uh, once embargoes gone and then they'll do like this super rapid review like you know obviously that's just i don't like doing that so any game reviews i'm doing right i'm gonna fully enjoy that game and then do it so like once i for spider-man i think it's only like 10 hours or so maybe 10 some hours or so so once i'm once I can fully get my full thoughts out out of that game and beat it, then yeah, then I'll do a review. But I don't want to rush like any big games just to you know if that makes sense. But yeah, man, um, DMAC Trucker, we'll, we'll get some um, gaming reviews coming on here eventually. Um, so let's go down here. Let me see. Let's look at the score, score details. Yes. Okay. Can you give me top critics? I want to look at the reviews. Let me see. Usually they have the reviews somewhere hidden. Where are the reviews? Let me see. Um. Huh. Hey, man. Did uh, the Rotten Tomato get it rid of their reviews? Yeah, check. I, I I beat Ghost of Fashima, bro. Good game. Yo, man. Did, uh... I'm not seeing the reviews. I thought, I thought, uh... I thought for sure they had reviews on... Well, let me, let me click. Let me click on Season 1. Oh. Okay, wow. No one wrote a review. Really? That's strange. Oh, okay. Well, no, no. Those are episodes. Oh, okay. Here we go. Uh, oh, you said uh, D-Mac just pre-ordered uh, PS4? Wait, you mean pre-ordered PS5, you mean? But uh, let's see some uh, thoughts here. It says, the series struggles to fill its time um, with meaningful development and far too quickly abandons its frank nature for time-hopping twists and unfulfilling jargon. Hmm. Uh, Raised by Wolf has always been a show that is best understood as a allegory, and the beginning confirms that. This is an epic sci-fi show with grand and beautiful visual effects, which I can agree. Um, that that uh, it does have really good effects. Oh, okay, you got for PS4. Okay, D got you. Every episode will leave you with questions. See, it will leave you with questions because it's a confusing show. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, Oh, bingo. This is like me. I didn't love the first three episodes, but I found them compelling. It continues to grow on me. However, as it starts to do a better job of exploring the science versus religion themes. Same, exactly my thought. The first three episodes, like, I like it, but it's like, ah. You know, so I agree with that one. Um, let's see. Um, yeah, dark, violent. Yep, we said that. Um, but fresh spin on genre. I agree. Um, it says, even if you're more on defense about whether it's all it all works or rather... Whether it gets you at an emotional level. What? No, it doesn't. It's certainly not going to provide you with typical uh, sci fi imagery. Okay. Typical sci fi imagery. What are you talking about? Because are you talking about like superhero movies? Like, what are you talking about? Um, okay, DMAC, you guys out watching The Boys? Uh, I want to watch that, but I already got HBO Max, Netflix, and Disney Plus, so. I don't want to get another fourth service i might i might have to watch it some other ways but um i heard about the boys i need to check that out too so i agree with you on that let's see weird strange thoughtful and um watchable okay weird but not in a good way every and very predictable Nah, that's not necessarily true this show is not predictable i was kind of shocked at the end of it i was like what i did not expect that um but okay they gave it a 7.9 okay not bad right not bad not bad uh let's see here um this is not really a score shot i I can close that of that and i think there was supposed to be a season two um but i don't know when it's coming but if it's coming then um oh okay it's earlier next year maybe so Um, I will definitely, oh, you just, you don't, yeah, I, I, I hear you on that. Um, I don't really care about the Rotten Tomato format. It seems like they keep changing the format. So, uh, like I said, season two should be coming. Um, hopefully it does. It says HBO Max has renewed, uh, Ridley Scott's sci-fi drama for a second season after revealing it has been pledging streamers' top performing original Warner Media Service has hand, uh, handled the drama with the second run weeks after its launch with three episodes on September 3rd. The company said the show had grown its audience in the second week by nearly 50%. Okay. So we will uh, it seems like we will be seeing a season 2. Um which I am I'm 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 cool. i just hope it's I hope it's a bit better in season 1. So there was a um interesting video i wanted to look up like what is some other thoughts some other thoughts on the show so uh this one person on youtube uh said things that don't make sense and i think uh i haven't this is my first time listening to this so um i'm pretty sure what she's what this person is going to say um i will probably agree with some of the stuff and co but let's just see what this person says and after this i will give it my score so I, you know i usually like giving out scores so let's just see Um, what this person says right here
3: hello everyone and welcome to ultiori so in this video we're going to be talking about issues with the raised by wolves show somebody made a comment and i love when you guys give different perspectives because he or she asks questions that really need to be asked just because we like a show does not mean that the show is free from criticism or that the show is far from it. And even though I love Race by Wolves, it does have its many issues. And I have also asked these questions as well. So we're gonna go ahead and feature this comment and that's what this video is going to be about. So the comment comes from C North and I'm gonna be talking about the first character first. It's very good things, very good observations that he's made. I'm just gonna call you here for now, I'm not really sure what you are, but so you started off saying the only thing I don't like about the show is how indestructible she is. there's lots of holes in the show like you can see her malfunctioning earlier on she's supposed to be breaking down and then she's just fine and also able to perform all these taxing tasks
2: so that was another thing (laughs) about the show mother is op like she is extremely overpowered but remember she is a necromancer and i guess they wanted to show how strong a necromancer really was so she is extremely strong like is it like she just like alpha alpha her ways through the whole the whole show like nothing can stop her um she can basically scream with big sound waves and kill people like like it's nothing so yeah she's op totally agree with that let's uh keep going
3: and be completely impervious to weapons On top of that, the story of her being actually from the religious side and being reprogrammed is interesting, but the fact that the religious side seems to have created such a weapon over the atheist side seems a bit silly, along with the fact that they don't even seem to know how to take her on despite the fact that their side created her. So the reason why she's indestructible, and this is just my guess, is because she is a war android. She was meant to be indestructible, I guess. Not saying that there's nothing that can destroy her, we just don't know what that is yet. I think the reason why she's malfunctioning is because since they have put or reprogrammed her to have a nurturing personality that seems like something that was not inherently supposed to be inside of a war and destruction necromancer android so maybe there are errors to her system whenever she feels as though she cares or she fails at that specific thing she was programmed for for example if you have a piece of software and you tell it to do something or even hardware i'm not gonna pretend to be a computer person my partner is a techie but um i know that there are certain hardware and software that if they work together but the hardware is not meant to handle the software the software is not optimized properly there are going to be some errors you're gonna have a a lot of crashes i don't think that mother is optimized to be a nurturing type of
2: robot oh man that was another good point um that yes mother the creator of mother did put a, a kind of a care program in her which was to you know when she would uh, bear these kids and be- become a decent mother like if you they're out to the show she's always trying to be like this perfect mom this perfect parent meanwhile um honestly in a way trying to do it on some <laughs> Uh, single baby mama stuff really because remember father was beta and the server's android i mean she would really be the man in charge so yeah um definitely something um to keep in mind and when you'll you'll notice that she is constantly trying to be on um, the perfect mother
3: That's not what she was meant for based on what we know so far. So of course, when she fails and they program her to feel as though she's losing something, or to program her to feel pain and suffering which is kind of messed up then she has that error she knows that things are supposed to work a certain way and if she keeps failing it's basically like a shock to her system it's kind of like when I'm editing on Adobe Premiere and I start bringing in a whole bunch of very large video files even though Adobe is meant to handle all of that of course I have a really good computer but I don't have the best and I just keep bringing them in and moving like really really fast and Adobe's like okay uh, I know I'm supposed to be helping you edit but Jesus Christ I don't think I can handle Handle this and then eventually Adobe's like, fuck this, and just crashes at this current state with my setup. This software, you put one air conditioner in a house that's really capacious and you expect it to cool down the entire house. Not
2: right, I gotta wait for this ad real quick. I was waiting for her to get to the point. She was, she started strong, uh, whatever this YouTuber is. But uh, uh, for the people who are coming in, be sure to uh, like the video, it definitely does help with the channel and growing it. Okay, let's get back to it.
3: And constantly staying on because it can't reach that temperature that would keep the house cool but eventually it's gonna get so overloaded that it just busts and I don't mean like bust like you know what I mean but it's gonna get so overloaded that it just stops working it's just gonna just kaput it's working way too hard and it's failing at its job to cool down the house so it's way overworked way overloaded it breaks down you can I can use so many other different mechanical examples it's no different than this Android now as for her being from the religious side and them having Having created her, that's totally plausible. After all, the religious people in the show do seem to be the elitists. Not long ago in our history, that was the case with religious leaders and organizations or even societies that were strictly superstitious or religious, a lot of them were the elite. They ruled over the people and if certain things had happened at certain times in our lives or in the past or history gone by, the pendulum could have swung to their side of the fence and that's all that's happening here. What if these people worshiped soul and yeah, that's the sun or a specific type of star, but what if they worshiped the star because some kind kind of alien thing came from the stars and gave them the technology to be able to do what they're doing. You could think of it as, well, they're really technologically advanced, so why would they believe in a god? Being technologically proficient doesn't make you exempt from being religious, so I don't really understand why that would even matter. There are so many people that are engineers and creators and inventors that are also religious. I know that it seems as though mostly those people are not because you have to have the mind to want to find answers and make things Better, instead of just attributing everything to your lord and savior or whatever that might be but there are people who are religious who are in those fields and it's totally possible for them to do that now we talk to the ethical side of it because they created mother as a weapon why would they do that well simply to get rid of the atheist people it sounds really horrible but that most likely might have been the reason atheists were at the bottom of the poll we don't know the history the full history maybe the atheists were at the top at some point but they diverge into these two groups and i'm sure Sure that if you look into the nitty-gritty of it, the groups are actually a lot more nuanced than they're shown in the episodes, but these atheists were against what the people who worship soul represented. They believe that they were probably a scoundrel on the earth. It's no different than some people with religions that tell them to get rid of infidels. It's basically the same thing. Now you proposed a really interesting question. You said that she was reprogrammed. She used to belong to the religious side, but they don't even know how to take her on. Well, to be the devil's advocate here i think the reason why those people were very surprised by her is first of all they didn't even know that there was still a necromancer out there or on this planet i mean what are the chances that somebody caught this thing and then sent it away to a distant planet for all they know all the necromancers were left on earth also just because it belongs to the religious side doesn't necessarily mean that all religious people know how to handle it for example if we have a rocket that crap
2: and that's another thing um just now thinking about as well I don't in this show. There are no male necromancers. Um, they are only. Uh, someone randomly is calling me. Weird, spam alert. Uh, there are only that of female necromancers. Now I'm not sure why that is. Um, in the show, there's a couple flashbacks where we see another necromancer, but there's no uh male necromancers. No idea why don't know (laughs) i don't know why that is but another observation so let's keep going
3: down in a certain part of the world and then you see NASA on it or you see some kind of emblem that indicates that it belongs to the United States if it is a rocket that belongs to your country it doesn't just magically mean that you're gonna know how to fly or operate that rocket just because it's from your country you can look at a stick shift car and be like oh that car was made in America it doesn't mean you know how to drive it I like that you even said that in the next paragraph which is a total possibility that's very good observation um, you said that from what you can gather the religious side in the original planet there came from was the one who destroyed everything leaving behind machines like her to finish off the survivors and use an arc to go colonize another planet so maybe they created her as a weapon that they couldn't even stop that is totally a possibility and a very interesting one at that that would explain why they're shooting their weapons at her and nothing can stop her at all i think they can have tech that would protect them from her screams or they probably have other androids that can be decoys like that android that they had but once she's in weaponry mode well um there's no stopping her, and you're totally correct. That is a likely case, which is pretty scary. But we do know there is a way to stop her, and that is if you take out her freaking eyes when she's not in, you know, worn-up T-pose.
1: How many people did you kill on Earth, Mother? You are all my children.
0: I'm only here to protect you.
2: With access said... Gotta skip this ad again. Shout-out to, uh, Aizen. What's going on, bro? All right, let me get back to it.
3: Saying another thing that you find a bit off is why they both chose the same planet. If you know they're sending an ark to colonize another planet, obviously it would be the closest colonizable planet. So with the atheist side having the upper hand of seeding using smaller ships and embryos to get somewhere faster, you'd think they'd at least choose an out of the way planet, one that would likely not be traveled to by the religious ark. After all, it took the religious side more than a decade to reach. A- oh,
2: and let me just give uh, a quick, small overview for um, anyone coming in aizen i think you might like i think you might like this show too Uh, at least the premise right so the premise of this show is uh, um for people who are coming in you have earth is basically gone earth is is basically on its last leg right you have a creator that created a android and actually two androids one a necromancer called mother who's a war powerful android and another one a self a service, <laughs> service Android called Father. The father is a black man, and the mother is a, a, a Becky. Right? They go to another planet called Kepler, um, along with uh, embryos to uh, create civilization, but to make these this community atheists. So basically, believe in no gods because the humans believe in a a higher being called Soul, and uh, the creator wanted uh, this this android mother um to be a mother figure to be hope so uh he reprogrammed this android to have a care program in her so that she could be you know motherly right so um that that's the premise of the show Just just to keep it you know so no one's confused but that's the premise um but yeah so let me let me go back to it
3: I think it was 16 years to be precise, in that amount of time, they could have reached another colonizable planet. You're totally right about that and I had wondered that myself. But I think there are two reasons why that might have been. It could have been that the person who reprogrammed the android told her to go there because they knew that that was the only other planet that was colonizable and the chances that they would find another planet Or if they knew of another planet that was also colonizable, it probably was too far away and he didn't want to risk, like, them going to that planet and then the malfunctioning and the children dying because there's no androids to take care of them, it's totally possible. Remember, space is very, very, very vast, so you could have a planet like Kepler-B and you'll be traveling light years before you find another habitable planet for humans to live on. I don't think the person who programmed her was thinking, oh, well, maybe, you know, maybe the the religious people are just gonna go somewhere else and you guys can just be on one side of the planet and you'll be totally fine. I don't think that was the case. I don't think that they even had the time to really consider that, or maybe they just didn't have the prowess. I don't know, That's, that's the real answer. I really don't know, but I think that if I were to make an educated guess, I would say that Kepler B is probably the closest known habitable planet that they could go on. But another thing I've noticed also with the show, Um, they were not surprised when mother or campion sent the signal out they came and they're like hey what's your faith like it was a normal thing to see a human on another planet like oh we're just living here hanging out whatever it didn't seem like it was such a very big deal that there were humans on that planet so i'm guessing there are humans on other planets as well i don't think kepler b is the only planet that humans have been to i mean these are spacefaring people so i don't know
2: hey what's going on uh what's going on Coolin? Bro i'm with you like there's times when i'm rooting for father i'm like yes please make alpha your way through it or (laughs) make better decisions and it's like god damn it like he keeps taking the l's and stuff i was like fuck and then you got all the other black very few black characters who are just not that great you got the one guy who has um the kid he has like this um this weird hairstyle but it has like a it's like a mullet he has like this weird mullet I'm like, all right, you know, but yeah, you know, cool character. I think he would have been cool, but, or why not make him also a necromancer, right? But, you know, Becky is a necromancer and the black man's a fucking, uh, service android. So, uh, back to it.
3: No, no. I really don't know. It's also possible that they weren't surprised because these people just aren't really phased by anything. They know that there are other people who probably tried to escape when the wars were going on in their old planet. So they just probably figured that this person is, you know, ahead of them. Or here's another possibility. You ready for it? They already knew that she was an android. They knew she was not human. Ragnar Lothbrok already knew she was an android because the only human being that would be able to reach that planet is someone who had built a spaceship way before and people would have known about it, or an android that could get there before all of them did. So they already knew, I'm pretty sure Ragnar, Travis, whatever his name is, already told them like, look, uh, chances are that this is another human being on this planet is very, very unlikely. So we're probably dealing with an android here, who has a human being they probably even knew about the kids or the reprogrammed necromancer they probably didn't know at the time that it was her or that this was the exact android that was reprogrammed or stolen it's possible that ragnar's team didn't even know that there was a necromancer stolen but you can put two and two together especially
2: um here's another thing to kind of think about too um the technology is not even explained at all in the show um there is a lot of uh technology in this show uh, what's going on uh scary dave I uh, hope you're doing well there's a, a lot of cool technology there, the interface in the ship you got the different weapons um why do the um the soldiers why do they wear the uh the soul crest on their their chest like that there's a lot of things that just were not explained right I would, like I said, I would love to have seen a origin story of the uh, service android father. I would love to see the decision making that came into creating him. Uh, I would like to see that because, like I said, we got that with the mother. We didn't get that with the father. Um, But I feel like technology, like we didn't even see a lot of, in fact, we didn't even get a main character from the human side back from the arc, which I think would have been extremely important. Although we did have, I think there was like Uh, Caleb's like um, general and a couple other uh, the the soldier uh, generals from the human side but I'm talking about a specific character back on the arc who was not a soldier but just a regular character. We didn't have that. We didn't have that at all so that's another side of something that we could have probably enjoyed in the show. Uh, What's going on uh, Blackroot? What's going on? Uh, Shout out to y'all. Be sure to like the video. Uh, People who are just coming in um, doing a basically a review slash breakdown of this show um, on HBO Max, uh, available on HBO Max, sci-fi, dark, um, 10 episodes came out this year. So um, we're just going over this. So let me get back to the video.
3: When you say that androids can reach planets faster and farther than humans. Now the next question or the next concern is uh, this paragraph about her eyes. You said that you find the machine's severely lacking capability in key areas. She has sonic eyes that can turn people into instant liquid or microwave them into masses of bubbled flesh, but she has to use her eyes to visually scan around without infrared sensors or anything. Her hearing also seems to be extremely limited as a kid and father whisper around her all the time. She was built as a weapon for mass extinction of humans Yet she has all these limitations. I thought that too when they were whispering. I thought she actually heard them. And I'm like, you're whispering, but she can hear you, bro. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) But I think uh, one of the answers to this question is her eyes are not the weapons her eyes allowed her to enter into weapon mode I don't think her eyes are the things that basically make her a weapon I don't know but I think some way down the line she's gonna lose her eyes and then she's gonna discover that oh Jesus I guess I can be a weapon without my freaking eyes I-, I guarantee you that's probably gonna happen I think the eyes are basically the thing that says hey uh, activate this mode it's like wearing a different skin or wearing a different thing of clothes like if you're wearing Elvis clothes you're like oh this is this makes me want to dance or you're wearing something else this makes me want to walk the street and beg for money to do services that's a really horrible analogy but i think that's the case with her eyes i don't think they're weapons at all i also find it weird that she doesn't have infrared sensors because and maybe she does maybe she does have infrared sensors maybe
2: (laughs) that's another good point too is that um so the necromancer has the ability, like I said, the sound wave. She can like like she can do like these epic screams and make humans just break down and just explode with blood. So she's extremely extremely strong. But she's limited because she needs her eyes to go into weapon mode. But even so, I mean she doesn't have any other techniques <laughs> besides I guess strength. Um when she puts her eyes, she can do her sonic her sonic boom, her guile sonic boom but that's basically it she doesn't have any other abilities oh she can fly okay that's about it so you know that's pretty limiting she doesn't have any other powers which i thought would have been cool maybe in season two maybe we'll see a different type of necromancer maybe there's different types that could be that could be another thing too maybe there are different models of uh, necromancers so we, we might see
3: she can. She has thermal sensors and she can tell where warm things are. That's why when the people were under the ground, she didn't know they were there. But if anything's out in the open, she can find it pretty easily. Honestly, I think that was just written in to give her some sort of kryptonite. So she's not totally overpowered with no way of destroying her whatsoever. Like anyone's actually going to get close enough to that they to take its freaking eyes out of its head. I agree with you. I do find it weird that people can whisper and she doesn't hear them. But I think when they meant for her to be a weapon of mass destruction, they didn't want to put all the nuances and make her like the Terminator. I think they were just concerned about, look, just make something that goes around and blows things up. I don't think they were like, well, let's make it so it has supersonic hearing and has supersonic eyes. Humans are very easy to kill. And especially these poor people, they knew where they were. They didn't have all of those weapons and defenses, so it really wasn't necessary to the religious people or cost-effective at all to make this thing with all of these other things if you're just basically sending out a frickin' bomb, a mobile bomb at that to just blow people up on site. Now, what I do agree with you on is the radiation poisoning. I was like, they didn't think of that? Like, why? You didn't realize there was radiation in the food? i mean you claim that
2: oh man good point cool and excellent point um using your uh excellent point it doesn't make a uh, sense that they want to colonize a planet and only one of the droids has a um weapon mode exactly think about it because and the thing is good point good point because we don't know how big kepler is right we don't know how big that planet is it could be huge we don't know the different other creatures in this planet we only saw a very minor a uh, few of them right so there could be different uh people on that planet it could be different type of creatures environments it's kind of dumb to only have one uh necromancer with you and you're trying to create society i mean that's a good point i mean you would need a bit i would say like a few more i mean in fact, I would even say you need more service droids. You need another father. You don't you need don't, you need like a couple stepfathers and shit. Uh, you need way more service droids. Uh, you need way more necromancers if you're really trying to make this big society, you know. So good point there. Good point there. Um cool very good point. Uh it says necromancer as a person who can revive the dead zombies. Um uh Scavy Dave. Uh scary Dave, yeah. So in this show, um necromancers are basically uh, power, uh, war, power androids. They're just androids who really high levels of uh, power compared to service android which is father which was a you know, weak ass nigga. I'm <laughs> sorry I just keep going.
3: At Your body breaks down and it, it gets radiation but you didn't scan like you didn't realize that. Yeah they would have the capacity to figure those things out this is something that should have been programmed into them but being devil's advocate again it's possible that the programmer was like no just make sure that you protect them and he didn't consider that which doesn't seem very likely unless he was rushing he got this thing and he knew there was only a matter of time to go ahead before the other people got there and he was like you know what Let me just put the basal stuff in and just hope that this works. It is also totally possible. I don't want to throw the programmer under the bus, but it is possible that he programmed these things, but he didn't have adequate enough time or space in a controlled environment to test these things. Because remember, the guy that programmed this was in hiding, so he couldn't really he's not in space. He's never been to another planet. He's on this earth where they're being warred. there's being war and these atheists are being hunted. So it's not like he can go out there and be like, let me test this thing that I stole from the religious people out in the field to see if it works. <laughs> it's, it's totally possible that he did all of this just hoping that it would work, but couldn't test it. There's people who have programmed software before and they're like, this should work based on all the code that I've written and all the scripts I've done. This should work. And then you put the software up and the whole thing is just a white screen or something broke in the code and you're like, shit. And the only way that you can figure it out and make sure it works adequately is constantly testing the software. You can never do that uh, or maybe... Uh,
2: good point. Uh, check from an atheist perspective. Being dead is game over and incorporating uh, atheism and necromancy together means absolutely nihilism, uh, the black dark side of the black pill. In this film, the the writers in, in this film, they... Uh, separate the two okay and uh here's the thing um check it's funny you mentioned black pill right because i would say campion campion in a way to me was black pilled um the mother should have been black pilled but because of the care program in her she had hope (laughs) all right so she had hope um for sure but I would say Campion was a little bit black pilled. Just to me. But I want let me know what you guys think when you when you guys see the show though.
3: Make sure that it works until you test the software. And even when you put it open to the public, people are still going to find bugs with it and be like, hey, why is this not working? This feature is here, but it's not working. Come on, programmer. And they get mad at the programmers and the programmers like, okay, the only way I can test this adequately and test it quick is if a whole bunch of people use it and they let me know what the bugs are. And sometimes they feel like it's totally fine after they've tested it adequately and they put it out and they realize that shit, the whole thing's broken when somebody else is using it. My partner's a programmer too, so like, you know, I know it sounds weird because he's like, Oh, he said this and he said that. He he really is. <laughs> Maybe one day he'll come on here and talk to you guys, and you'll you'll believe me. But um, yeah, I've seen the woes of it where he's asking, me, hey, sign up on this website, see if this works, and like, yeah, it's not working, and he's just spent 16 hours on it just for it to not work. I could feel the pain. Like I tried dabbing and programming before, and I'm like, I don't have time for this. <laughs> I can't do this. It is so freaking tedious and annoying. And for all the work that you put into it, just to have one thing work and it doesn't work, that's very discouraging. So that's probably the case. This is probably what happened with Mother if I'm playing devil's advocate and I'm not attributing it to being bad writing. The other issue had, which I totally agree with you, they left the pit open. Even though their purpose is to protect the children, why didn't they at least build a makeshift fence around the hole? Same thing with a whole nine months later scene where she's giving birth and he was still building the shelter. It took him nine months to build that meager shelter and it still wasn't finished. He's a freaking robot. He should have had it done in one week tops. (laughs) Now, I totally agree with you the first part. I was thinking to myself too, why would you have the hole open? I mean, I know there's lots of holes and it's not cost efficient to go around covering every single hole in the vast expanse of where they are.
2: Lots of holes. Shout out to Grande. Uh, The dark side of the Black Pill. What about the Dark Knight of Black Pill? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about Batman and the Black Pill. We definitely did. Um, but, uh, let's get back to it. Oh, what's going on, Sigma? What's going on? Good to see you. Good to see you. Uh, back to the video real quick. But yeah, I agree. Someone said she was talking too fast. I agree. I don't know. She's, I don't know. I don't know why she's talking so fast, but I mean, she, she mentioned, she's mentioning some things that I, I, you know, like I said, I, I do definitely uh, agree with, you know, with the, when it comes to the show.
3: But if you have children that wander off, I mean, I guess she didn't think that the children would be so stupid to go over to a hole and fall in it. But, you know, when Campion was climbing on the tent, she told him to get down because of the possibility he would fall off the tent, even though he was only like a foot off the ground. So she would have thought about covering up the hole. So that is very inconsistent with her personality and that's bad writing i do agree with that as for the shelter i don't know what the hell was going on there they do live in a very hostile environment so it is possible that father was just like doing what a father does and repairing the shelter i'm sure that things aren't going to stay perfectly fine the whole time maybe their shelters have Broken down a few times and he's had to fix it. Again, I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm totally aware of this, but that is a possibility. The other thing you point out was uh, let's see, not to mention you couldn't possibly colonize a planet with just 12 embryos, not enough genetic diversity. They'd be inbreeding after a few generations. Oh, yes, there definitely would be. I don't know what they were thinking with that, but I guess that's all the guy could get because remember, these Andrews were programmed by a human being so maybe that's all he could get his hands on and hopefully that's what happened i mean that's kind of what happened with us too we didn't have a lot of genetic diversity at first through mutations and breeding that's what happened and it's very weird i'll tell you a very short story i know you can skip past this if you don't want to hear it but i used to breed gerbils and everything would be fine i put her on the stairs one generation attacking the newcomer all of the other gerbils started i was trying to rescue silver higher body and i was there's body some of them are still hooked on because they're all siblings and do you know what happened genetic diversity it was the weirdest thing as generations kept going on and kept going litters there were younger sisters and brothers of the older ones and i would put those guys in the cage you know after introducing them on neutral ground the big
2: yeah i'm gonna (laughs) she just started going into a tangent about gerbils i mean uh, go back to the, the focus of the video, but she said some very good points. All right. She, she said some things that made me even think about um, the show even more. So score time. Time to score this bad boy. All right. So score. <sighs> so premise. Excellent. Uh, premise. Great. Um, we had dark tone we had cast was kind of well, only like maybe five of the characters were strong the other one were pretty weak it does get confusing as a show it is a hard drag it takes at least one to it takes at least three episodes for me to really get into it um, so I think I'm going to give this show and there's another thing too is is this is a very rememberable show like after let's say a couple of months you watch the show and you haven't seen it well can you remember is this something that you can call back to I don't think so <laughs> um, kind of like for instance something that I can call back to is like Stranger Things Stranger Things or something like that oh what's going on Snow I don't know the, the chick got to a tangent talking about gerbils I don't know um, but I'm gonna give this probably I'm gonna give this a a six out of ten. I'm gonna give it a six out of ten. I'm gonna go with a six out of ten. I'm not gonna do any point fives or anything like that. Six out of ten. Um which is yeah, you could just say it's kind of fair. I'm just gonna give this a fair, fair score. Um, I like I said visual effects, awesome. Premise, awesome. Sci-fi and dark and suspenseful, awesome. Totally great great things to have with the show. Character strength, uh, character development kind of weak um uh world building was bad uh technology really not explained at all um we need to see for season two to be better we need to see different sides of necromancers we need to see the i would like to see the really this origin of father i want to see that i want to see another character on the arc i want to see that um but I think a couple of those things added to that to that season two, it could be pretty good. Um, let's explore Kepler. Let's see what else is out there for Kepler, because I'm sure there's some other stuff out there on that planet. But like I said, not bad, not not a bad show, but not the best show, right? <laughs> not the best show, but that's okay. A lot of these shows are not perfect, right? I'm, like the last time I gave, I don't think I've ever given a, a review of a ten. Then at least so far on the nerd pill so uh six out of five um definitely looking out for season two for sure for sure um can't wait to see season two but uh like i said guys tomorrow we got the um one-on-one with my old friend uh, kaze um who is a manga artist um uh, so we'll be he'll be coming down on the nerd pill we're gonna be asking him Uh, basically a lot of questions so if you're interested in that I don't know maybe there's some guys out there who are interested in to the manga space and what it entails with the manga design and stuff like that we're going to talk to our old friend Kaze tomorrow um what did the check said it it is not bad but not good I get it yeah it's uh it's just fair I'd say it's a fair show um but that's going on tomorrow I'm waiting for my uh, my PS5 to come so we will be doing an unboxing of that um i got the bundle with gamestop so i got demon souls i got spider-man Miles morales and i got um 2k 21 from game, game best buy i think it's coming today so i'm probably gonna be doing a review uh spider-man demon souls oh, God, i'm just letting l- 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 you guys know man i suck when it comes to those dark souls games but um I'll, I'll do like a first impressions of some of these and um i'll get my setup when my ps5 comes but also Friday, guys, man, Friday or Saturday, I'm going to do a little uh, game session. So we're going to have some gameplay from the PC on um, my Steam account. So I got a lot of games on Steam. You guys will find out. Um, but I'm going to have um, some gameplay coming um, soon to the channel. But I um, appreciate you guys coming through. Be sure to like the video. Definitely does help a lot. Um, I know I know this is a very niche type of show, so I don't expect a lot of people here. Uh, I should play Ghost of Tsushima i uh check i already played it uh Coolin, man i'm gonna i'm i'm gonna try my best i suck at demon souls and just letting you guys know so um we'll do some gameplay getting demon souls you guys can maybe you guys can motivate me to beat the game i don't know um but yeah man more uh stuff coming uh what the cooling says when they get into the hole in that last episode they need to explain that lava stick oh yeah yeah the lava um yeah that lava part yeah can you play watchdogs legion uh i can i can but i, I really don't like watchdogs though um i was gonna get you know the game uh the yakuza like a dragon game i was gonna get that and do some uh, first impressions but it's like the last time i played y- yakuza it's like oh i just it was okay i had like i played yakuza zero but it's like i don't know man like i played it for like maybe 10 or so hours and i was like i don't know i don't know about this game so um but yeah uh Demon Souls I'll you'll see that you'll see Spider-Man you'll see uh you'll probably see 2K you know basketball whatever um but on Friday oh what's going on El Grande <laughs> What's going on Uh check I played um Neo 2 but I sucked at Neo 1 But uh for Friday I was either going to play um i got skate uh skater xl which is a really fun game it's kind of if you think about it it's the the best skating game to date i mean fuck all that tony tony hawk hd whatever i got skater xl and i got um i redownloaded um batman arkham knight so um i might go ahead and do batman arkham knight i think that might be a more entertaining to watch than skate but i mean skater xl is cool though skater xl is a cool game though it's really fun so i might just do both but uh we'll do that friday uh saturday or something like that um dark souls uh Ugh. dude i suck man like i'm only good in bloodborne and like what was it neo 2 that was it man But um, I appreciate you guys coming through Um, See you guys on more videos. Um, And like I said, um, definitely check out more interview, uh, more interviews, video, short videos, reviews in uh, coming. Really check not hard, dude, man. I'm not that good like you, man. (laughs) But uh, anyway, guys, peace out. Have a good one and I'll see you guys later.
0: There could be more to the case than meets the eye.
1: Case files start now.
0: case that meets the eye.